Eagles Entertainment. Welcome, Eagles everywhere, to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro, early on a Friday morning. And yeah, the Thursday night game against the New York Giants was typical Eagles-Giants craziness. At the end, the Eagles held on to win. Rather, they came back with a fury and won. 22-21 over the Giants. The Eagles now 2-4-1 in first place in the NFC East. And, oh boy, is there a lot to unpack in this game. Let's, I guess, start at the end. The Eagles down 21-10 with under eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And then Carson Wentz happens. Two long touchdown drives, two touchdown passes, one to Greg Ward, one to Boston Scott, and then Brandon Graham ends it all. Let's begin with the touchdown pass from Wentz to Greg Ward, a play that brought the Eagles back and gave them some life. And let's be honest, the Eagles trailing 21 to 10 in the fourth quarter against the Giants, the one in five Giants. It was actually embarrassing the way the Eagles played. After scoring on their first possession, the Eagles took the opening kickoff and went 11 plays, 75 yards, but then a myriad of mistakes. Terrible play in the red zone, a Wentz interception, a Jake Elliott missed 29-yard field goal, a fourth and three, and a throw to who? Tight end Hakeem Butler. That should have been a pass interference, but instead was incomplete. The Giants go ahead 21-10, to driving 97 yards after that failed fourth down attempt. And the Eagles come back four plays, 78 yards. And here it is. Carson Wentz to Greg Ward, three yards out. The call from Maryland Mike. First and goal at the three. They go with a tight formation with Boston Scott to the left of Wentz. Motion to the near side. Wentz rolling, looking, firing, complete. Touchdown, Eagles, Greg Ward. Just using the speed to outflank the defense. They send Greg Ward on a motion, and on the motion, he just outruns everybody to the pylon, and Carson Wentz hits him with a strike, and he holds on. The two-point conversion failed. Of course it did on a night with so many misfires, and the Eagles trailed 21-16. Philadelphia got the football back, though, late in the game. Deshaun Jackson returning a punt just a couple of yards, and he got lit up on the play. A penalty on the Giants gave Philadelphia good field position at the 29-yard line. And then it was a six-play, 71-yard drive. And the touchdown pass went to Boston Scott. Never a prettier throw and catch will you ever see. Marilyn might make the call. All right, Wentz lines them up again, but they're at the 18. Fulgham to the near side. Can he be the hero? Wentz is back. He's looking, still looking. He starts to go. He is firing. Scott! Touchdown! Boston Scott! What a catch. Corner at the goal line and went in. What a catch. What a throw. What a catch. It's a back shoulder throw by Carson Wentz. And little Boston Scott somehow finds the football. What a throw. What a catch. This is amazing. Philadelphia's defense went on the field. To hold one time. All they needed was one hold. And Brandon Graham delivered. The strip sack of quarterback Daniel Jones 
Vinnie Curry recovered. The Eagles escape with a victory. And a very excited Marilyn Mike from the radio booth at Lincoln Financial Field with the final big defensive play of the game. Shepard and Tate to the near side. Second down, back goes Jones again. He steps up. He's hit. The ball is fumbled. Eagles have it. Eagles have it. They strip sack Jones, and the Eagles are going to win. Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham. Go back to the Super Bowl, and he did it again. Okay, now let's go into the post-game instant reaction from Lincoln Financial Field, and we begin with Wentz, who just doesn't give up. 25 of 43 on the night, 359 yards. By the way, a great yards per attempt average of 8.3 yards. He was sacked three times. He was hit 10 times. He threw a terrible interception in the red zone. He also threw two touchdown passes, ran for another, and after the game, he was all smiles, understanding that this Eagles team just does not give up. Um, hi, Carson. Uh, the game had a lot of ebbs and flows there. I know it didn't. Uh, it worked out for you at the end. I wanted to ask about the, uh, you know, the penalty with Jason Kelsey. It, it backed you up. It seemed maybe devastating at the time, but do you think it maybe gave you a little extra room to get some receivers open and go more vertical? I mean, I guess you could look at it that way. Um, I don't know what happened on the penalty, but I mean, obviously being down there, that that was a tough penalty to have, and Kelsey felt terrible about it. I don't know what happened, but um, yeah, we had to had to find a way to make a play, and sure enough, the next play we did. But um, yeah, I wouldn't say it was uh, advantageous for us by any means. Bowen and Les. Carson, we, you know, we've talked so much about the rotating offensive line. You know, six different lines in seven games now. Do you feel comfortable in the pocket right now? I do. I do. I think, you know, we got to keep, you know, mixing up play calls and movements and um, get the ball out quick and screens and things. And, and I can be better. You know, I can be better by getting the ball out quicker in certain situations. But, um, you know, those guys are competing their tails off. And that's the, that's the only thing I can always ask for. Mistakes are going to happen. That's what I always say. Guys are going to drop passes. I'm going to throw interceptions. Put the ball. Mistakes are going to happen. And those guys are going to make some mistakes up front, too. And so as long as they keep coming back and they're resilient, keep fighting, um, and that's what I've seen every week now. So uh, I'm proud of those guys and the way they just keep coming along, even, even when they make mistakes. Lesson and Zach. Hi, Carson. Can you tell us about the uh, the touchdown throw? What you were, what you saw, you know, and what it felt like to see Boston end up on the inside of that pylon. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, he wasn't the primary read on that play, um, and the way it happened, I stepped up in the pocket and. Um, the guy had pretty good coverage, but you know, giving Boston a chance there to make a play, and and he did. I mean, he plays bigger than you know whatever he is five seven. Um, he plays bigger than that, and and he made a great play. And I was pretty surprised we pulled it off. When I threw, it, I thought it was a little high, but but he like I said, he plays bigger than than he is. And um, obviously, there was a lot of emotions there. It was kind of a big, uh, exciting moment, but a big kind of sigh of relief because we know we, we left a lot of plays out there, but um, the way we battled and, and found a way at the end of the game was huge for us. Zach and then Jeff McLean. Hey, Carson, as a follow-up to that, uh, first and goal from the 23 and you have timeouts, you obviously don't need it all on one play. What were you kind of thinking there? Did you did you want it all on, on, on one play? What's the thought process with that drive? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. And, you know, at the end of the day, it comes down to the, the play that's called. 
you know, and the, the play that was called was to to take his shot there. And, um, you know, that's that's coach's mentality. And, you know, we had a couple different guys in, in the end zone as options, and uh, Boston was the guy it went to with the one-on-one coverage there, and, and he made a great play. So, uh, again, the, the play call really dictates that, but I love coach's uh, aggressive mentality. Jeff and John McMullen. Uh, yeah, yeah, Carson, uh, how are you feeling in terms of the hits? I mean, uh, you know, one point it seemed like Jordan, when he picked you up off the turf, it, it seemed like the, the, the collection of all the hits may have uh, been wearing on you. Um, can you talk a little about all the pressure and all the, the hits that you've took, taken? Yeah, I mean, I feel great because we got the win, and I feel great because we got a long weekend. Um, that, those are the things I feel great about. I mean, anytime you play two football games in whatever it's been, five, four or five-day stretch, um, it's tough. It's tough on your body, but um, the fact that we got a win, the fact that we got a little time off, uh, the body will be just fine. John and then Martin. Hey, Carson. It looks like you spread the football around quite a bit uh, today. We've been talking about your kind of immediate chemistry with Travis Fogum today. Uh, Rich Rod a little bit. Richard Rogers had a lot of success. What uh, What is it about these guys that makes you trust them so easily? Yeah, I mean, you know, a guy like Richard, he's been here before, and we've had we've had a lot of bank reps over the years and worked together. And he's a smart football player. You know, he's been around, been in this league for a long time. And um, you know, anytime you play a team like the Giants that plays that style of defense with a lot of zone coverages, um, Richard's a really smart guy and knows where he needs to be and, and what timing he needs to be there. And so um, I thought that was advantageous for us the way they played um, for Richard to get open and and Craig and Travis and all the guys. Like you said, we really spread the ball around well tonight and uh you know that's the type of offense we need to be and guys will keep making those plays martin and then ed kratz hey carson um you started that comeback in, in you know late in the fourth quarter with the long pass john hightower and it's kind of the second week in a row that you've hit him with a you know 50 yard pass or more just what kind of like connection are you starting to develop with him and, and how clutch was that um play to, to hightower considering the stakes at the time yeah, I mean, you hit it on the head. It was it was clutch. It was a huge play in that in that moment. I believe we were down two scores there, and um, backs against the wall. And John, uh, he keeps putting his speed on tape. He keeps showing up that he can run by defenders and, and do some things well. And so I'm going to give him and all these guys opportunities down the field when uh, when the play call dictates it. And so he made made a great play tonight. And. I thought he was about to spin out of that and score, but uh, it was a huge play for us. And he's going to keep getting better and better. And uh, I like what I see a lot from him. Ed Kratz and then Mike Luongo. Hey, Carson. Uh, you said that Boston wasn't the primary on that touchdown throw to him. Who, who was the primary? I mean, what was the progression there? Uh, there's a couple different options. Um, all the guys were, not all the guys, but a lot of them were, were breaking into the end zone. And just the way it kind of played out, um, they kind of had bracket coverage on a couple guys, and Boston had one-on-one coverage there down the sideline. So, um, again, it wasn't necessarily he was the primary, but find the guy that has the one-on-one coverage when, when they play that type of matchup. And uh, we did, and we, we obviously hit big on it. We have time for two more, so we'll go Mike and then Chris Murray. Um, Carson, uh, you've engineered a lot of these fourth-course touchdowns, rallies, and uh, just – what kind of changes in your mind frame when you when you're able to do this? You did it last week against the Ravens, and time before that against the Niners as well, and last week, last year as well. Is, is there any kind of changes in your mindset? And also, what does a game like this do to your team for the rest of the season? I mean, to answer the latter part of that question, it does a lot for us. It does a lot for our confidence. The way we've 
really fought to come back in the last couple of ball games to actually do it and, and pull out a win. Um, it's huge for our confidence, and we know it's a divisional game, so it's it's huge for uh, for the NFC East as well. Um, as far as the the other question, I mean, we'd love to not be in those situations where our backs are against the wall. You know, we we left a lot of plays out there. Um, we we're in the red zone a lot and didn't score many points. So those are things we got to clean up and be better. Um, but when our backs are against the wall and, and we got to make plays. Uh, I'm gonna give guys all the opportunity in the world to make them. And coach does a great job of calling the calling the game in those situations. We're playing fast, putting a lot of pressure uh, on the defense, and you know we're obviously doing doing some good things in those situations. And we got to keep building on it. But again, ideally we don't put ourselves in those situations. But when we need it, you know we've been successful for the most part so far. Last one here with Chris. Yeah, uh, Carson. Given all the um, all all the frustration you had with the offense at times tonight. What did you tell your team when you guys were down 21-10 and you had to kind of um, overcome and get them back back on track to win the game? Yeah, I mean, we said, hey, I mean, there wasn't a lot of time, but we said, hey, there's enough time. There's enough time. we got to just keep believing and just take it one play at a time. Obviously, we were in turbo on the ball, two-minute mode um, the rest of the game. But, I mean, the, the same thing that I echo every game when we're down. Hey, just keep believing. Just one play at a time. and. The big play is going to hit. It's going to happen. And, and John had the big one on that first drive. And obviously Boston, the second drive. And, and guys just keep believing and keep rallying together. And that's what it's going to take to win a lot of these ball games. Thanks, Carson. Thank you, guys. And how about running back Boston Scott? Another big game against the Giants. He had two of them last year. And add another one here in 2020. 12 rushing attempts, 46 yards. And in the passing game, he was terrific. Three catches, 46 yards, and the big points-winning touchdown. Here's running back Boston Scott, who stepped up with Miles Sanders out of the game. Boston, I guess, take us through that touchdown, the game-winning play. What's, you know, what's the play called? What's your route? And, the, and uh, you know, did you expect the ball to come to you there? Uh, I mean, I don't know if I can say the play call, but, uh, you know, I mean, I just – Checked my protection, and then after that, I got out in the space. You know, I knew uh, throughout the game we had been running, you know, short routes into the flat kind of, and uh, Peppers was coming out with me into the flat pretty much every time. And uh, on that one, you know, I just kind of set it up, and then I get. I mean, he went. He went to me, so that was, that was cool. Even then, John McMullen. Hey, Boston. This is another big game for you against the Giants. What is it about playing these guys that, that seems to get you going so well? I mean, I mean, it's just the next it's the next game. You know, I love playing football, so it doesn't really matter who it is. You know, um, I just like going out there and being able to contribute to the team. John and then Rob Motti. Hey, hey, Boston. Um, obviously, you guys were down 21-10. What does it mean to show that resili- resiliency and the the final five minutes to score two touchdowns. What does that do for the confidence uh, of this team? Yeah, it just says a lot about this team. Like I said, uh, in in past weeks, it's never been a matter of uh, want to. It's never been a matter of effort. It's never been a a matter of fight. You know what I'm saying? It's just those little things that, you know, have caused us to fall short. So, you know, as long as we're, you know, firing on all cylinders and dialed into the little things, you know, I, I don't think there's many teams that can really stop us. You know, we just have to stop shooting ourselves in the foot. And uh, as we go and look back at the film, I'm sure there's, you know, plenty of ways that we did that. But um, the guys never stop fighting, and that's that's never going to change. 
Boston, what was it like in the huddle when you guys are down 11 and Carson's trying to bring you guys back? And uh, what does it say about his leadership? He, he made some throws that I'm sure he wishes he had back, but then at the end, at crunch time, he made those throws and, and you make that catch at the end. Yeah, I mean, we never we never faltered, man. Our, our, our mindset, you know, we were never like panicking or frustrated or whatever. We just knew, we just always knew that, you know, we were going to find a way to win this game. And Carson led us. And, you know, like I said, we it was a, it was a great team effort. Martin and then Ed Kratz. Hey, Boston. Like, how frustrating was it for you guys? I mean, you were, you know, you guys had, I think, four trips into the red zone and only got, like, three points out of it. You were down by 11. I mean, you know, what was the frustration level like at that point? Oh, well, like I said, I mean, it was it, – it, Obviously, you know, in, in the game, there's ebbs and flows or whatever. And I wouldn't say we were necessarily frustrated. Um, you know, uh, we don't really have time to, to be frustrated in this game. So, like I said, just just uh, the mindset of this team has always been just continue fighting, you know, next play. You can't you can't think about, you know, the previous plays and let it affect you for the rest of the game. So we, we flush it and we just keep fighting. Add in that Mike K. Hey, Boston, I jumped on late. I, I'm sorry. Were you asked to take us through that catch that you made? Uh, yeah, yeah. You were? Well, let me ask you this then. It, it looked like it wasn't very easy to run the ball, but Doug stayed committed to the run, I think, over 20 attempts. How much does that mean to the offense to keep at it, even if it's not having success? Yeah, I mean, it, it was – yeah. I mean, it, uh, good defensive front. Uh, kudos to them on that. Um, you know what I'm saying? But it, it, it keeps them honest, so – uh, it, it was good. Mike and then Chris Murray. Boston, you guys have faced a lot of adversity this season. What does Doug Peterson do on a on a you know play by play on a sideline moment uh, that keeps you guys together and not kind of questioning his play calling or what's going on in the game, et cetera? I mean, we're, we're all close knit, man. We all know that it's it's never just one person's fault for anything. That's just the way that the, that's the nature of this game. And so, you know, we're never going to point the finger at one person, you know, because we know we're all in this together. You know, at the end of the day, it's a W or a L, and everybody takes that L or everybody takes that W. And so we just, we just as we face more adversity, we come closer together, and we're going we gonna to rock with whoever's there no matter what. That's just, that's, that's our MO. We'll take one more here with Chris Murray. Um, Boston, can you talk about Carson's toughness tonight? I mean, he was getting hit a lot. And he just kept getting up and just kept leading you guys downfield. Yeah, he's he's a tough dude, man. Real tough dude, man. He he battles uh, day in and day out, man. And it's not just in the game, man. All throughout the week, man. He's a true professional, uh, true leader. Uh, he does what he's supposed to do, man. And so uh, his toughness is just his toughness is wild, you know. And uh, I got a lot of respect for him. Thanks, Boston. Thank you. It wasn't a great effort from the defense which gave up 160 yards rushing, including an 80-yard scamper by quarterback Daniel Jones, who had a clear path to the end zone but then tripped over his own feet. Jones also completed 20 of 30 passes. The Eagles sacked him three times, none bigger than the one Graham had late in the game. And BG talks to the media after the game. Hi, Brandon. Um, This is not the same team really that won the Super Bowl. There's been a lot of turnover. There's even been some turnover since last year. What is it about, what is the quality that this team has that 
you guys really just don't give up. I mean, you, you rallied last week. You rallied the week before that. You obviously rallied tonight. What, what is it about you guys that stays in a game that it looks like you're going to lose? Uh, we just keep on we just keep on fighting. You know, uh, we don't worry about the past. You know, we try to stay futuristic, you know, as far as, you know, hey, it is what it is. Now, now, now what are we going to do? And so I think uh, people taking on that approach and, you know, I'm loving it because, um, you know, we, we fight to the end. But I mean, I'm telling you, some of this stuff that's happening to us right now, it's going gonna, it's gonna to start changing, you know, because I really do uh, feel like our team is getting stronger as every week and every week that confidence is growing. We finally pulled one uh, at the end. And, you know, uh, I mean, you know how tough it is in this league to win games. And so uh, for us to rally back uh, six minutes to go, uh, luckily with the drop that um, uh, Evans gave us, uh, Ingram gave us, uh, you know, I, I was, you know, we, we took advantage of that opportunity. So I, I'm thankful for that. Go Rob, Marty, and then Ed Benkin. BG, obviously this doesn't compare to the strip sack of Brady in a Super Bowl, but if you guys go on to do something special this season, you getting Jones there at the end to seal the win is such a big deal, momentum changer, game changer, game sealer. How badly did you want that, and what did that do for you guys as, as you can try to build some momentum now? Well, I believe uh, what you just said, man. It's a, it's a, uh, it's gonna change our season around. I do, I do feel that. I believe that. I think that uh, every week we're gonna continue to build on uh, what we're doing, and uh, you know, next up is the Cowboys. But I do think that um, uh, it's a confidence boost for our team uh, to let us know that uh, no matter what, we still in this thing, and we we just got to keep fighting and keep believing and keep working on uh, those little things uh, that tend to sneak up on us, um, you know, in these games. So, um, yeah. Ed Banken and then Ed Kraft. Hi, Brandon. How much are the younger players learning from games like this? And how much are you and the rest of the veterans enjoying kind of getting the message across them about staying together and seeing the results from this? Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really good uh, for them because they're going through a lot of adversity uh, their first years uh, with the co with COVID, you know, the stuff that we got to do for COVID and then uh, what's been happening on that field. Uh, it's only making us stronger each and every week. And, you know, uh, I feel like uh, what Coach say, we battle tested, you know, uh, you know, all the things that tend to go wrong in these games. We always try to we always find a way to rally back. Sometimes we come up short in the end, but um, things are going to start clicking for us. And I think that, uh, you know, it started with uh, the Giants tonight. It was a ugly win. But at the end of the day, a win is a win. And, you know, uh, we can continue to build off of it. We'll go Ed Kratz and then Martin Frank. Hey, BG, that sack was your first of the night. I mean, what is it when you get into the fourth quarter? Do you elevate your game? I mean, do you just – does the adrenaline start to flow a little bit more later into the fourth quarter? I mean, what? how do you explain being there, uh, you know, at that point in the game when, you know, throughout much of the game, I guess you, you didn't get home? Well, you know what? The first thing uh, I talked about on the sideline uh, with Jordan Malata, he had said something to me uh, that sparked me. Uh, he was like, you know, act like uh, Emerson's watching, my baby girl. You know what I'm saying? She'd be excited for me and uh, give her something to be proud of. And so uh, it was just cool that I made that play, but he said that to me before uh, I went out there. And so, um, man, I'm telling you, it's just – 
it's just something about the end of the games uh, with the rotation that we have. You feel stronger. You, you just can't wait because uh, you know you in a pass a pass situation, and all you got to do is make a couple moves, get to the quarterback, hoping that he holds the ball, and he held the ball right there, went straight for the ball. Thank you, B-Doc, because uh, B-Doc uh, definitely went for the ball thinking about you, and you know instead of going just for the sack, went for the ball, and we changed the, uh, the, the, changed the whole game and ended the game with that. We have time for two more, so we'll go Martin and then Mike K. Hey, Brandon. Um, you know, there was there was a long stretch, like, in the middle of the game where the offense, you know, couldn't convert. You know, they had a lot of trips into the red zone and, you know, came away without any points. How much pressure does that put on the defense? Um, and then do you guys, like, talk about that at all? Uh, it's not really pressure. It's just all about uh, just helping. The, like the way we talk about it is, you know, let's go put the offense in, in, a, in a better position. You know, uh, they didn't they didn't get it they didn't get it done. But we gonna go we gonna go get it done. You know, and uh, the ball is coming right back. And so uh, that's that's kind of the message every time uh, things happen, sudden changes happen in the game where, you know, we didn't pick up a fourth down um, and, you know, uh, Jake missed the kick. So, you know, we just had to make sure that we put ourselves in a, in a, in a position, um, you know, for the for the offense to win. And so um, it's just we, we talking positive all the time to each other, trying to keep the negative out. And, you know, despite what's going on in the game, uh, we always talk about don't let it be us on defense. And so um, with that mentality, I think uh, it's been working for us. We just got to continue to fine tune little things. But uh, that, that happens as the season goes on. Last one here with Mike, and then we'll get Carson. Hey, Brandon, I know you're not big on individual accolades, but I know you, when you signed your extension, you wanted to have three seasons of 10 sacks or more and make the Pro Bowl. Right now, you've got six sacks or seven games. That's a pretty good pace. What, what's different this year? What, what's got you uh, playing so well? Uh, I think, you know, um, just really taking on my nutrition this year, uh, more serious than I ever have. Uh, feeling good. Body's feeling really good right now. Um, I feel fast. Uh, and then with our rotation, that's helping a lot. I don't feel like I'm uh, taking on a, a lot of, you know, a lot of beating from these games because, uh, you know, I got chipped a couple, a lot of times today. And, you know, that could wear on your body a little bit. But it's cool when you got a good rotation of guys that uh, you can count on because uh, in that fourth quarter when you need to play, I felt like, you know, I felt in the first quarter. So I felt hungry and ready to go make a play. And I'm thankful that uh, they uh, in the back end, you know, took away his reads and, you know, I was able to get there. Did you, did you have a view of Daniel Jones falling? Uh, you say a what? Did you get to see him falling? Oh, uh, well, yeah, I seen him falling. Uh, I seen that ball fall first before uh, before anything. But, uh, you know, I was happy um, that I was able to, you know, make that play for the team. Thanks, BG. Thank you. The banged up and bruised Eagles welcome back right tackle Lane Johnson as well as wide receiver Deshaun Jackson. Neither of those players finished the game. We'll get updates as we get through the weekend here. But Doug Peterson couldn't be more proud of his Eagles. Once again, coming back in the fourth quarter. They've scored 34 points in these last two fourth quarters. Here is head coach Doug Peterson talking to the media about a whole lot of things. Going forward on fourth down. Two failed two-point conversions. An ugly three of eight in the red zone. But at the end of the night, a victory and first place in the NFC East. Uh, hey, Doug, what did you what did you make of Carson's performance tonight? Um, man, I thought he hung in there. I thought he battled um, face adversity down a couple scores there in the in the fourth quarter and, and, and really hung in there. And, you know, it wasn't, um, 
you know, maybe on the stat sheet things look good, but but there's some there's some throws and there's some decisions I think he would want back. But I tell you what, he's 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 the leader of our team for a reason, and and you saw that tonight, uh, leading our team down there to uh, to get that uh, you know uh, the two two scores late in the game. But um, overall, hung in there, played tough again tonight. Dave and then John McMullen. Hey Doug, what's your anxiety level like watching Carson take those hits, and are you confident that he's going to be able to to make the plays even despite some of the breakdowns in pass protection. Yeah, you know, I mean, you, you don't want your quarterback to, to be hit, you know, the amount of times he has here in the last couple of weeks. But again, we're playing we're playing some good fronts, and and uh, you know, uh, we got to we got to figure out um, and do a, a better job of, of protecting him, and then he has to do a, a better job too, either throwing the ball away or um, trying to escape with his legs. But um, you know, we we know there's going to be a hit a time or two, and, and that's part of playing quarterback and. He's a tough guy, and he's, he's hanging in there. John McMullen and then Zach Berman. Uh, hey, Doug. Uh, looks like you were clicking early with tempo, uh, and then things slowed down until about six minutes left in the game. What do you think, uh, think kick-started the offense, and what do you think were some of those red zone issues in the, in the middle of the game? Well, um, the red zone is something we got to look at. You know, we, this is the first game where we, we we struggled a little bit in the red zone, and um, we, you know, listen, credit the guys. We got down there a few times, and and um, you know, it's one of the things you can't do when you're down there is obviously turn the ball over. Uh, can't have sacks, can't have penalties, and we had we had a little bit of all those tonight, and and uh, yet we were still able to overcome it. We're going to take a look at it over the weekend, and and um, you know, uh, be better there. Zach, and then Jeff McLean. Hey, Doug, after Jason Kelsey's penalty pushes you back to first and 18 there or first and goal uh, from the 18, what was the plan there as, as far as the play calling and, and did you want to get it all in one play on, on that pass to Boston Scott? Well, I mean, the goal was to ultimately score. We had to score the touchdown, and I believe we still had the two timeouts, so we had plenty of plenty of time. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously had field position. So the, the actual down and distance didn't matter at the time. I mean, it was still first down. Um, you know, we were going to use, use our timeouts when, when necessary. Um, and our guys overcame it. And in Boston, they finished off that drive with a great throw, great catch. Um, I mean, it was a great way to end, great way to end that drive. Jeff and then Les. Uh, Doug, speaking of overcoming, you guys ever came to that fourth down play um, on the on the corner shade to Hakeem Butler? Was he was he the the read there, the first read there? Can you describe what went what in, what went into your thinking yeah, yeah. on that play? Um, you know, initially he he was going he he was heading to the wrong side of the field. He, when he got back over to the right side of the field or the right side of the formation, he was uncovered. And uh, when we snapped the ball, the defender. Um, had gotten back over there just in enough time to really knock the, the ball away. He, 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 he's a big athletic guy and, and uh, we put that play in specifically for him and, and um, the Giants made a play. Less and then Nick Fierro. Hey Doug, it looked like for so long there uh, in the second half, your offense was just totally stifled. And then once you're down 11, it sprung to life. What happened there? Did you change what you were did you make some different play calls? Was it, uh, you know, what happened to make this, uh, to get the offense back in gear? I mean, you know, we, we always evaluate, um, you know, between series. 
how how you know a defense is defending and you know we make some subtle adjustments and and try to put some guys in position this is all part of you know part of the you know part of game planning and part of uh, in-game adjustments and and <clears throat> we were able to do that we knew once we got down you know the two scores we were going to be in two minute mode anyway and and uh, our guys just made some plays we made a deep throw there to um, you know to John Hightower that, that helped us uh, eventually score and um, made, made a couple other nice throws Rich Rod you know came up big for us on a scramble play and you know it's just you're just going to need some of that stuff you know um, when you're in that situation but uh, we were in two minute mode anyway uh, with about six or seven minutes to go in the game um, knowing we were down two scores just to get us back in the game Nick, and then John Clark. Hi, Doug. You had uh, two guys that came back from injuries today that got injured again with new injuries, Deshaun, Lane Johnson, two big parts of your offense. How does your team react to, to so many injuries like that? And do you have any kind of update on, on us? Them? Uh, I don't have any updates right now. Um, probably get more tomorrow or at least through the weekend, you know, uh, with, with some, some time off for the players this weekend. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really good to get those two guys back. And, and um, you know, Deshaun was, was active in the game early and, and um, you know, tried to continue to, to get him some touches as the game went on. Um, and then Lane, having Lane back, you know, really, really, uh, he, listen, he, he was in. He, he got knocked out for a play or two, came back, uh, played, played really tough as well. So both of those guys. So it was really a shot in the arm for the offense to get those guys back. We have time for two more, so we'll go John Clark and Chris Franklin. Doug, you know in the history of this league, a lot of people judge quarterbacks, sometimes their greatness on comebacks. What, what has Carson showed you the last couple of weeks leading you guys to 34 points in the fourth quarter and, and, and maybe taking that step in the pressure moments? Well, it, it just shows that he's he's taking that step in the right direction to be to be one of the top quarterbacks in this league. And, and you're absolutely right. I mean, quarterbacks sometimes get measured by – by fourth quarter comebacks, I know that's you know part of the part of a, a stat that, that that gets gets recorded, and and he um, you know he he's done that the last couple of weeks. We've we've put ourselves in position to really either tie the game a week ago, and, and of course this week win the game, and um, that's what it takes. I mean you know especially in the situation that we are you know health wise as a team, uh, we know these games are going to be probably closer than than we would like, um, but it is good to see your quarterback. Uh, stand in there, you know, go toe to toe, take some shots, and still lead your team down the field uh, for the for the win. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, Doug. Uh, Jake Elliott missed that twenty-nine yard field goal uh, earlier in the game. Uh, from your vantage point, was there anything wrong with the mechanics of the whole entire field goal operation there, and, and did it affect any of your decisions later on in the game? Uh, no, there was there was nothing wrong. Um, you know, just. Um, just a little bit of a pull, you know, by Jake. It's, it's uncharacteristic of him, especially at that distance. Uh, still got a lot of confidence in Jake, and, uh, you know, I'll put him back out there and, you know, um, in any of those situations again. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, guys. Time now for some analysis. We've heard from Merrill and Mike in their radio calls. Now let's hear what they thought of the game. First up, the Hall of Famer, Mike Quick. Mike, what do you make of this crazy, crazy football game? It's simple to me. It's the Eagles and the New York Giants. There's always drama, and I don't know why we expect anything different. It seems seems to me every time these two teams play, it always ends up 
like the last play or last possession, and there's always drama. Well, there was drama tonight, Mike. Um, let, let's let's kind of try to unpack some of this. Um, Eagles are Eagles are down big fourth quarter, and then the offense all of a sudden looks like it's unstoppable. How do you explain that? I don't know. You know, I it's they put themselves in a desperate situation where it's like almost you, you can't win, and they seem to play their best football. And I don't know how to explain it. I, I like the way they came out. Finally, you know, you you take a drive early in the football game, the first possession, you drive down, you look really good. So you, I'm thinking this offense looks really sharp tonight, and this is going to be an easy game. But it turns out to be what Giants and Eagles matchup always seems to turn out to be, a fist fight in the middle of the field. All right, Mike, let's talk about some of the weapons the Eagles are now employing here. Um, it, we can say Travis Fulgham is the real deal, correct? Yeah, I, I, think he's real, I think he's a good football player. And I know he was in two places before he got here. And fortunately for the Eagles, they, they didn't see what we're able to see right now out of Travis Fulgham. And then Carson Wentz and what he's done, 34 points in the last two fourth quarters. Uh, I guess you, some of this, he, he's, he, he's maddening. He's trying to do too much. The red zone was ridiculous tonight. Um, yeah. But you can never give up a game. You, you can't give up with number 11 out there. Yeah, that's true. So I just, I look at the game and I just see all of the points that they left on the field that they just didn't capitalize on. But when you needed him most, he was clutch. And that's what we've seen out of him uh, many times. And even in a couple of the games where they weren't able to pull him off, ran out of time, he was clutch in the fourth quarter. And I think that's a great quality to have in your quarterback. Yes, you want to see him more consistent. And you want to see him not try and take everything on his shoulders like throughout the game. But that clutch factor is something that you can hold on to. Mike, uh, can you kind of put into perspective as a former wide receiver, and I know that it was the, th- the final throw there was to a, um, to a running back, but how difficult was the throw from Carson and the catch from Boston Scott? That's just pro stuff. You know, you don't. You don't see everyday people make those types of plays. That, that throw, that is like some of the best of the best in the world make that throw. That catch, some of the best of the best in the world make that catch. And it's a, the, the coverage was really tight. The ball was stuck in a perfect position. Um, and Boston Scott made one of the best catches that I've seen. Contested catches with someone close to you one of the best contested catches I've seen made this year. What kind of impact did Deshaun have early in this game? There's no question that he influenced the game early in the football game, back the defense off. I thought the middle of the field was open early in the game for the passing game because D-Jack was on the field. They were rolling the safeties over the top of him and making sure that they had two people on the side whenever he was on one side or the other they made sure that there were two people there, a safety coming over the top. Mike, when all this clears, last question, when all this clears up, you get up on Friday, you have a day, you, you think about what happened on Thursday night. What are your takeaways going to be from this game? Dave, quite honestly, my takeaway is that uh, this team 
could have scored at least three more times, and they left a lot of points on the field. The defense did a lot of really good things tonight, and the game should not have been as close as it was. The game should not have gone down to the last possession, given the opportunities that this team had. Yeah, but a win is a win, no? Yeah, a win is a win. I take the win. One point is, I mean, it's just like 20 points to me. I take the win, but when I look at this and I want to see this team get to where they can be as sharp as they can be, that to me means that those opportunities that you had, and at least three, to get points on the board, you get something out of them. And they didn't do that. And so I I wake up and I'm so happy that they won. But still, I see the areas where it could have been better and where they need to get better if they're going to win more games. And Merrill Reese, excited in the radio booth all night, also a Hall of Famer. And uh, yeah, a lot of mistakes in this game, as Mike said. But Merrill understands it. Eagles get a win. And as they say, a win is a win is a win. Merrill, okay, Giants go up 21-10. What are you thinking in that uh, 7.50 left in the fourth quarter? I'm thinking this is curtains. And unless something completely crazy happens, this team is going to have a horrible defeat. It's one thing to lose to Pittsburgh. It's one thing to rally and come up short against a great team like the Ravens. But to lose to the 1-5 Giants, really makes you feel that there's not much hope for this season. And to see them come back the way they came back was a great feeling. Merrill, Carson Wentz, uh, pretty remarkable. I guess the, the, the moral of the story is you can never give up on Carson Wentz. Well, I never have, and I never would, because I think Carson Wentz, and I've always felt Carson Wentz, was every inch a franchise quarterback. And One of the things people talked about in the past prior to the end of last year is, well, he never really brings them back from behind. Well, that's become one of his trademarks. This is a guy who doesn't quit, and Carson Wentz is truly a clutch player. He really does. That pass, I thought they were really, I thought it was going to be a horrible ending after they turned first and goal from the three into first and goal from the 18. And what does he do? He throws the best pass of the night. And Boston Scott makes the best catch of the night. Merrill, also some contributions, you know, down the line here. I mean, Boston's got another huge game against the Giants. John Hightower, another big play down the field. Fulgham, Greg Ward. I mean, all of a sudden, this young wide receiver group, and, and it looks like last year again, these practice squad players are stepping up for Carson. Isn't that amazing? Well... I think maybe they shouldn't be practice squad players. I think they're awfully good. I've I've thought that Greg Ward should have been on the roster for a long time. I mean, he catches everything that's thrown to him. He gets open. I mean, he's the Eagles' version of one of those West Walker, Cole Beasley types of guys that can really help you out. All right, Merrill. So, so what do you take away from this game? You know, you're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to say, "All right, well, the Eagles." Are now two four and one, twenty two twenty one. What what are you what are you going to take from this game, good and bad? Well, the good thing is that they continue to fight, 
and I believe they're going to be in the division race throughout the entire season. They're going to have their losses. They're going to have their tough times. But I think it's good now because they're going to have a little time to heal with these 10 days off before they play Dallas. But I think they have a chance to win this division, and I think they have a good chance to win this division. But I don't kid myself because I also know that this team has deficiencies, and they have areas that they have to address and they have to improve upon before they are Super Bowl contenders, which is what everybody wants to be. And to get back to where they were in 2017, you are going to have to replace some missing parts, and that's a big job. And it's a job that seems really impossible to be done during this season. But the big thing is, Doug has put together a culture. He's put together an attitude among these players that will serve them well, not only this year, but in other years to come. So I remain encouraged. Encouraging, Marilyn. It's a win is a win is a win. And that's, I guess, the bottom line here. It doesn't matter how ugly it is or how you get it, but... When you get, I was disappointed in the defense. That 97-yard drive was very disappointing after the failed opportunity at the three-yard line. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's things you can second-guess. Maybe you should go for the three points there. I mean, there's, there's uh, look, I, great, uh, uh, Jake Elliott has been a tremendous kicker for this team. But he's having a little bit of a slump. I don't know if you want to call it something else. But, you know, when you've missed three of your last four, including a 29-yarder, I think – Jake, being honest, would have to say he is in a bit of a slump. I don't think he lost his confidence and capable of bouncing back. But right now it is, for how you look at it, it's going to be a concern. Yeah. Merrill, thank you so much. Have a great night and uh, have a good long weekend. Thanks, Dave. Always fun speaking with you. Take care. Some notes for you here. Richard Rodgers, a tight end, big game. Eight targets, six catches, 85 yards. Big contribution there. And really on that final drive, got the offense going. Travis Fulgham, five catches, 73 yards. A big 59-yard reception from John Hightower. Greg Ward, five catches, 42 yards. And Deshaun Jackson, a factor early in the game with three catches, 34 yards, as well as a 12-yard run on the first play of the game. The Eagles, 26 rushing attempts, 96 yards, and there certainly are some concerns. The red zone offense, the defensive run, Jake Elliott missing three of his last four field goals, the injury situation, too many mistakes from Carson Wentz, and on and on it goes. But the Eagles win the game. Now they have a long weekend, and then a week from Sunday, the Dallas Cowboys come to town. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks to Peter Kelly, Ray Doyle, Trevor Hayes, and everybody for their work on this Eagles insider podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. If you have a moment to give us a five-star rating or any rating, we would appreciate that very much. I know you're all exhausted from that game. It was, as Carson Wentz said, ugly, but you know, a W, ugly W, is better than a pretty loss. And 2-4-1 and one ain't great, but in, the NFC, but in the NFC East, you don't necessarily need great right now. Everyone, thanks for listening. Have yourselves a great Eagles day, and fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles!